Today's Braised Bits is brought to you by Dairy Queen's new Edward Snowden's Blizzard. Do you always wish you had some classified NSA information leaked into your soft-serve blended dessert? Look no further than the Edward Snowden Blizzard, where your sweet treat will taste like an invasion of your own privacy. Use discount code BRAISEBITS for 80% off, restricted to ages 75 and older. We got some Braised Bits. We got some Braised Bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for Braised Bits. Mmm, Bits. Wow. We are Snowden. We're Snowden. And was, I feel like we're also leaking information. I'm not leaking. I'm, I'm tight. I'm tight as a seal, the singer. Nice. Got a scar on your face. I'm, I'm leaking. I got leaks coming out of every orifice. That is a word. Orifice. Unused word, orifice. <laughs> that is a word. But it was coming out of my mouth. It's like, this is leaking out of there. Is it, is it going to be right? Yeah, that's always something I think about sometimes when I use a word. It's not really in my acumen. Acumen? Yeah. And <laughs> AccuWomen these days, please. Uh, AccuWeather Forecast. 10 10 is, wins. Is very snowy. Very snowy. Snowed in. How are you doing with this, this blizzard of Waverly Place? Hanging in there. I, uh, I went outside for the first time in 30 hours, a couple hours ago, to dig out my car, dig in the healthy eatery. Wasn't I, as bad. I, I wanted to get out there before the snow got too hard, too uh, like frozen. It's, it's it was still uh, shovelable and still pretty easy to get my get the snow off my car, Derek that, car. That's great to hear because now that I'm in the process of, of getting a car, I kind of got nervous for all car owners yeah. who parked on the street. And for the first time, I kind of watched. There's some cars parked. You know, there's cars parked on on my street, and I I watch. They say, what are they What are they doing? How are what they, are they doing? How are they handling this? And some people clearly kind of shoveled, figured it out. Some people are already gone. Some, of Some people still... don't give a don't give a rat's ass. There yeah. are people that are just buried. Yeah. Cars are just buried. They're just gonna leave it there till the springtime. Yeah. It's it's Groundhog Day, so I guess they yeah. they figure they could uh they could Puxatoni fill it up a little later. Did Phil see its shadow? I didn't see that. I didn't either. Is it actually Groundhog's Day? It we're recording on Groundhog Day. Got it. Wow. I, I think I think collectively society I, as a society we've stopped ground. Groundhog Day. Yes, I think it was a big thing when we were younger. I feel like at school, and I, I feel like even it's it was like an office water cooler thing. But I think with COVID, I think society collectively decided that it's over. Yeah, that's we follow the science now. We don't follow a fake beaver. Yeah, that's a groundhog. Yeah, R.I.P. Groundhog Day. It ended last year. Was the last year, and we didn't even get to say goodbye. Groundhog got canceled. Got me too. Yeah. How's how you been holding up during the blizzard? I'm fine. I haven't gone outside since Sunday evening and I, this is not a new take, but also if you don't live in the New York area, which is most of our listeners, <laughs> it, it snowed a lot here. Sure did. There's no name for the, for the blizzard. They don't name. Blizzards. Yeah. It was like Ophelia or something like that. Oh, oh, feel me up. I didn't know that. Yeah. I might've just been totally made that up. One, there was a storm at one point that was, I don't like this naming of winter storms. They started it two years ago because, and I'll tell you why they started it. Please tell me. Before when it started, there was nobody's job to come up with names for winter storms, but someone created a job and the person in the job didn't know how to spend the time 
but they also didn't want to get fired. So they figured, all right, I got to do something. So they said, oh, let's name Winter Storms and took most of their job naming Winter Storms. And that's why we have names for Winter Storms. I now know my next job. That sounds like a dream job. Naming Winter Storms. A dream. I'm pro. I'm pro naming storms. I like. I like putting a name to the the face of the storm, knowing what we're getting. And Ophelia, I feel like an Ophelia. Now that you say it, my dream job personally is to be an anchor on Sports Center in 2002. Oh yeah, but, that, that was also a dream job. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch that show where they had like people audition? Dream that? job. Is it, was, it called Dream Job? It's called Dream Job. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a dream job. I remember like. Feeling so nervous for those auditions, be like, "Oh my god, they're actually going." They have to audition for this. It's crazy. At, the guy who won became—I don't think it exists—but he became like the ESPN college, that college sports channel that they had. Yeah, and ESPNU? he was, yeah, ESPNU. Yeah, he was the uh, anchor, I guess, there. And I don't know what happened to him, but I, I followed his career because I kind of wanted to do that. And then, sure, time passed, and I didn't anymore. Right, anything can happen. Still, that's a dream job for sure. Yeah, but. We got sidetracked a little bit. This naming of the storms, unnecessary. Also, Brazerbacks, if you don't live in the New York City area, this snowstorm talk may not be totally relatable to you. Also, if you're listening in July, may not be totally relatable to you. But that's the it's what magic we're going of through. It's, it's, what, it's, 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 it's universal. It, it's Universal Studios. Some might even say it's Harry Potter World because it's magical. And this is what podcasts are. You're in wherever you are in driving to work maybe you're vacuuming if you're vacuuming i don't know how you're listening to a podcast and vacuuming you got to teach me maybe you're auditioning for to be an anchor at espn yeah whatever you're doing you're getting dipped in to our our orbit gum dipped in head first you don't have a choice about it i mean you can't pause and just stop listening but i think it's pretty captivating stuff captivating it's whatever it's place where we (laughs) submit our podcast shout out to our podcast feed i don't think we've ever mentioned our podcast feed before no. Speaking of logistics on our podcast, what could we tell the Brazerbacks to do? We could tell them to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, and also support our Patreon. If you want to, also, if you want to see what we're we're wearing, we're wearing our chef's whites. We put out the video feed of our podcast exclusively to our Patreon members. That's right, and we got some pretty good feedback. I thought great feedback. I think it, it put the uh, entire social media world, internet, on fire when we released a clip. <laughs> of our uh of our new chef's outfits yeah my favorite comments came in today from oh, michael briganti i don't know if you saw i sure did <laughs> yeah, i sure did do you, do you have what he set up he said is this chef boyardee cosplay yeah <laughs> yeah it could be it's really how you interpret it have you ever had chef boyardee i'm sure i have i just don't remember I had it a few years ago, a few years ago, a few years ago, <laughs> a few years ago, I had Chef Boyardee <laughs> and I must say it was Chef Boyardee delicious. <laughs> was it? I'm sure yes. it is. It, the guy's still hanging around. He's yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a lifer. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Oh boy. Chef Boyardee. What a name. Yeah. They have one of the best commercials I think that I've ever seen in which there's like a kid and they're at a grocery store and he asks his mom, like, could we get this? And she says, no. And then I remember that it falls off the shelf and it <laughs> kind of rolls all the way down the hill through mountains and lakes and forests and into the kid's house. 
And he's sitting there and he's like, oh, Chef Boyardee. And then it comes to... Chef Boyardee's undeniable. He's like, what do you want for dinner? And then Chef Boyardee rolls in his lap. It is undeniable. It's undeniable. Yeah. Can't say no to it. Big old boy, oh boy. Other uh, feedback. I mean, people just love the outfits. Um, Phil Jackson said that it, I need to work on my lighting, which is true. I'm not, I, I need to eventually yeah. get like a, a ring light, I think. I think that was... Yeah, I... I we don't need to get into this. I don't know if Brace Brazerbacks are probably interested in lighting. We are like a we have a big lighting community <laughs> on our lighting podcast. Pod. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but I don't know. Thunder. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that is either. But I'm too, <laughs> I might be too light. I think you're, I, you're, I, you're just right. I have a light personality. You do. I have yeah. a dark personality. I'm pretty. Well, my face is naturally red, but I feel like it's. I have my lights on in my apartment. I'm as light as they can go. Were your lights on the last time? I think they're a little dim. Dim some. Spencer Dimwitty. We're dipped in. We're cooking. We're fully dipped in. Other feedback, just people loving the hats, people loving the the, the outfits. I'm trying to think. What else it's not every doing? day that people see real comedy chefs at work. Right. In the kitchen, especially. We're taking, with, it, we're taking it seriously. Yeah. People said, like, wow, I can't believe you're wearing that. And they, no one's ever seen us before. And it's I, I don't want to be condescending and say, you know, we're comedy chefs. This is our, our humble yeah, outfit. Not, not everyone can wear these outfits. Not everyone can pull it off. The best part is that, you know, after the first couple of minutes, we don't really address it. This is just what we do when we, we cook up raised bits. We wear yeah, these outfits. I mean, you have to wear, you wear a suit when you go to work. You're in your comedy yeah. chef. You have to look the part. And I assume you did as well. After last week's episode, I got my entire outfit dry cleaned, including the hat. Yeah, I got it pressed and steamed. Steamed and clean. That's what people do, right? You go to a dry cleaners and they're like, do you want this steamed? And I'm like, I have never known the answer to this. Don't embarrass me. I don't know what dry cleaning means. How do you dry? How do you clean something not getting it wet? They're like, like, do you want it pressed? And I was like, if you're going to trap me, I'm going to get a half gourd violation. Yeah, eight seconds, 10 seconds. And I'll take a press. I love a panini press. Why not? Yeah, and then as long they, as it's not shrimp parm. I don't like when you go to places and they expect you to know the answers to things that no one, no oh, one knows. That's where they get you. The same thing happened to me when I got my oil lube changed. They're like, "Oh, you want this kind of lube?" And I was like, "It's not the one I use in my bedroom, but I'll take it in my car." Lube bodega. <laughs> Moises a lube. <laughs> oh, Moises a lube. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback. Holy mackerel! Yeah, it's fishy. Yeah. We also got some feedback from Senor Snackery. I guess he had some questions also. We did. Let's save that for the questions. Yeah, let's save it for the okay. questions. He had a lot. I don't know if you saw also further up in his, his uh, very high braze of us. Uh, he sent an article too. Did you read that? I did not read that. I yeah, so we'll save that. that. There, he almost, he asked, we, we don't deny questions, but there are so many. I think let's save that one for the next, sure. next episode. Love that. Bald Which is a good, uh, a good plug. We'll make plug in this plug. If you want to send the chefs a question, you can anytime. You could DM us on Instagram at BraiseBits or you could email us at BraiseBits at gmail.com. Beautiful. Perfection. Should we dip in some highlights? I think we could do it. I love that. Love that response. That was you, a smooth transition into some highlights. You were nervous. You said, is he going to be okay with getting into the highlights so quickly? Is that enough banter? I don't, sometimes you don't know. I, th- I thought it was great. Perfect amount of banter. I think it's the right amount of banter because 
if you talk too much and you don't get into it, people people catch on to you. They say yeah. this 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 person, this podcast has no substance. They're rushing through it. We have if a lot have, of substance. Yeah, we don't we're a substance abuse. Busey. What's his what's his first name? Substance of Gary Busey. Bingo. <laughs> bingo bango. Bango sausage. Love that. I could I could start. Lead off. Actually I can't because I don't have it pulled up. I got so interested in talking to you on the podcast. Well, I got out, it. Out. I got it. I got it. Nice. I got it. All right. So big highlight for me this past weekend, got out of the city. No way. You got to get out of the city. And I realize I've been in the city for a long time. I don't think I've left the city since Hanukkah, which was ages ago. It's, it's over a month. Yeah. Month and and I wasn't, I didn't really, you know, I, I barely left the city basically for the past year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um Kate and I went upstate to Canaan, New York. Canaan. Canaan Abel. Never heard of it. New Canaan. It's, it's in the Berkshires. Massachusetts? Is the Berkshires it's also right on the it's on the border of Massachusetts and New York. It's in New York. Kyle Canaan. Kyle Canaan. We figured we went to Vermont in earlier in the quarantine. But this time we said let's let's keep it in state. Sure. Sure. Stay and stay within state lines. You never know what Cuomo's gonna gonna whip up. Don't you know, Robbie Cuomo? So we went to Canaan, New York. We stayed really in this. It was a, a barn that was converted into a like an Airbnb. You love barns, uh, Matt Barnes, Dairy Barn, Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble, uh, Nassau Coliseum where the Islanders play. That's called the barn. But it was really, you know, compared to the city, it was really in the middle of nowhere. It was it, one of those places where you're when you're driving, you're like, oh, it's better. It, it's not really great to not own a truck like the road. Most of the I mean, the streets were all paved and stuff. But the, the street that the Airbnb was off of was kind of like a dirt road. Um, oh, dirt. Joe Dirt. We went. It was very cold. It was like five degrees zero degrees celsius celsius and kelvin we went hiking and i realized i was kind of like in a yeah it was we got i got boots i bought boots right before we went because i realized i didn't have any boots thirty dollars thirty dollars at marshall's cheap boots yeah they held up they held up we went hiking in this trail and they were like different signs that said if you see these footprints these are for coyotes these are for different types of bears didn't see anything, but it was, it was pretty cool. And I was like, kind of just like in a bit of a, a you know, you get, you get a, this, this, uh, COVID you get in your head a little bit. I was just like a series of days. I was just like off, off the beat, off my rhythm. Out and, in Canaan. You're no, off no, the just beat. in general, but, but okay. going to Canaan and I still kind of wasn't totally there, but then we got back from this hike. I took a nap and boy, oh boy, barn. It was the, it was like the best nap that I, I can't remember a better nap that I've taken. How I long is this so nap? So rejuvenated. I don't really know. Probably like two to three hours. That's, that's a yeah. deep nap. It was a deep nap. And I like woke up and then I like had to fall back. I like couldn't even get up. I was so tired. I fell back asleep. Um, it was just incredible. And are you become like a, a nap guy now? You think? No, I'm a nap guy. Nap routine. I'm like a once a year nap guy. Okay. Okay. I only nap when I like when I need to nap. When I can't not nap. Nap sack guy. 
I was a knapsack guy. Same. Same. But then it became then it became like a backpack, and you couldn't call it a knapsack. What if you were in a knapsack and you got sack tapped? Yeah, that sounds right. What sounds else? About right. Yeah, that all that all adds up. Solo nap, or or it might be me asking for team. Solo I nap. Okay. Kate's no. not a Kate's not a nap person. She got says it. she tries to take naps and it doesn't work. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a once in a, a blue moon with an orange sliced nap guy. But when yeah. you're exhausted, it's a great reset. It it turns on your Amstel light. Exactly. Yeah, it was just incredible, and I feel so much better. And the combination of just like it's so quiet, and you know, I'm a big nature trip guy, as as we talked about on on the last pod. Yeah. And we got all this food from the city. We didn't go anywhere. We got all this food, and we cooked it. We got beef bacon. Had beef bacon for the first time. Interesting. How was that? It was very. You would like it. A thick cut slab. No, like thin, kind of same as uh, same as as pork bacon. Okay. It was more. It was ri- more rich. It's hard to make it as crispy, but it's more flavorful. Not sure. My, I'm into it. You, you'd crispy. be into it. Was you, the bacon like, like a addition to the meal? Was that the main? We had it for breakfast. Okay. And I was like, oh, let's get this beef bacon. I'm Why sure not? I've had it. I'm sure I've tried beef bacon. Yeah, it's remember. it's not the it's kind of its own thing. It's more it's it, it's very heavy. Like if you have two slices of it, it's like having four of got it. Of, of rag bacon of non kosh got it yeah fantastic cooking hiking napping sounds like a, a great out of getting out of the city weekend you got to get out of the city and you found canaan i had how'd you hear about that place the we town. just we were we had planned this a few months uh a few maybe like around the holidays got we it. planned it and we were just looking at airbnbs that were like good well-priced and what we were kind of looking for. And Beautiful. Th- that's that's what came up. Glad to hear it. Fantastic. You're not going to believe this, Lancey. But I had I have a very similar QAB. I was in Canaan as well. No. I, I, but I did get out of the city. Imagine I ran into you next door. I had my own barn. I didn't have my own barn. But I, when I got out of the city, I did an overnight trip. I was inspired by our, our top nine trips list from last week. I also was going a little stir crazy in my apartment, haven't really gone away at all. So I, I've never been, and I decided to finally go get off, cross off my bucket list. I went down to Philadelphia, Philly. I, I did, uh, yeah. I, I, leaked I, heard, some I heard about this. Yeah, you did leak some info. I leaked some info. It was fantastico. Um, I'll just give you some quick highlights within the highlights. I hit all the big uh, tourists traps stops i saw the liberty bell first time seeing the liberty bell new york liberty bell rebecca Lobo. it was fantastic very uh i went there like late friday right before it closed it was nobody in there it's a, it's a cool bell alexander graham bell cowbell bell atlantic avenue i went to the rocky steps uh, saw like the Rocky statue, saw the Ben Franklin statue, uh, Independence Hall. I saw the Betsy Ross house, Betsy Ross house. Um, I had, and I had the best cheese stick of my life. That was my first stop. I went to this place called John's roast pork. Didn't okay. get the roast pork, got the cheese stick. You've heard of this place? 
No, I know, I know Pats and Geno's are right. The two that are across, but they're like more like at this point, like considered more tourist trap type places, right? right? That's what I had heard. Yeah. yeah. I've been researching this my whole life. Yeah. To figure out which cheese they're coming to get. And this was the one I decided on. I called up, right? I got there and they said, you have to call. They said it's an hour wait for a cheesesteak or 10 minutes for a roast beef or for a roast pork. So, but I, I came for the cheesesteak. So I put my name down and I went around. That a boy. Oh yeah. I was yeah. going to be highly disappointed if, no. if, yeah. I'm going down to Philly. First time, long time. Got, and it was the best cheesesteak I've ever had. Unbelievable. Good. I got uh, sharp provolone, onions, and uh, steak. Just like the, the, the bread was inside of it was a little soggy, but the out crust was still was crispy. It was just, it's hard to describe. It was unbelievable. Juicy, delicious. Um, then I walked around a lot and on my bucket list also was you, you, I heard about through you and other, other people raving about the Nick's, the, the pork sandwich at Reading Terminal Market, went to Reading Terminal Market, got there at 445. I looked up on online, says that it closes at five and I got there at 445. The guy tells me they're closed. I asked him the hours and he said eight to five with a dead straight face. And I looked at my watch. But I guess they ran out. They, when they run out, they run out. I'm not, and honestly, I was still, I had eaten cheesesteak a few hours before. So I wasn't like hungry really at all. So I was fine. Just walking around Terminal Market. Reading Terminal Market was awesome. Very cool place. And Philadelphia just, it didn't disappoint. But it, it, was, it was a good, like, I don't need to be there for more than a day. I did an overnight trip. Saw all the big things. Um, yeah. It was, it was fantastic getting out, of, getting out of New York and seeing a new place. It was very exciting. That sounds great. Yeah. And that's like now that this pandemic has been around for so long, it's just like, let's just do the thing. Might as well. Yeah. It's, it was, it's like a less than two hour drive. Why not? Why not? Philly, I, it's, you know, everything, every city I see and I imagine you compared to New York and it's smaller it's but it's cool it has its own personality for sure it's very northeast yeah beautiful architecture beautiful buildings yeah cool buildings yeah obviously the town hall city hall is amazing yeah i feel like it's very uh navigable is that a word yeah sounds like a good word what was the word you said before amoeba (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i've been there a few times and i'm always like I like it here, but then I don't, I'm not from there. Yeah. I would, I would go back down, back down again. Um, but it's, I wouldn't want to, I don't have any inkling to live there and move there, but it was, it was, it was nice. I drove past like the Lincoln financial and the, uh, Wells Fargo arena and where the Phillies play. It's all in the same complex. Didn't realize that. And I, I like that also of seeing like these arenas that I always watch on TV and can put a, and kind of now have like a feeling you got a name to a a name to a a face bingo yeah the facebook yeah yeah it's i don't even know i'm almost like i don't need i I don't really have much words about philly i now i feel like i'm supposed to be a a philly pundit but i'm gonna punt and i'm gonna fair catch it and i enjoyed it there's not really it was it's not like a clear, I wouldn't. I feel people describe like Chicago as a cleaner New York. I didn't. It didn't feel like that much cleaner than New York. It felt less busy. But like the yeah. downtown was still busy. 
there's still you can tell there's like hipster areas there's like old, old school areas it's a city and i love experiencing new cities I'm, I'm, I'm a big city cat you are you are a city cat and the thing about philly i feel like the whole you get the sense when you're not from philly that you know there's a whole personality about the eagles in, in philly yeah and that definitely exists but it's not it's obviously there's so much more to the city yeah. than that I did get the classic Philly accent when I called John's roast pork and that, that made me feel good. It, the, the classic, just like a, a old school Philadelphia lady, like almost like yelling at me at the phone, which I love. I love getting yelled at. What's the accent? I, I'm not sure I could do it. Like you want to go down to Delco, like Delco for, you want whiz? No, that's, that's nothing. You know, a Philly accent. If you heard <laughs> it's mean, it's, it's pretty mean. It, it's like brusque. Yes. Bruschetta. Bruschetta with tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I do know. I think it's like outside, like in Pennsylvania, they, it's like post, post up. Yeah. 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 I, I can't even attempt to do it. This is some good stuff. Really good stuff. <laughs> this is the only kind of stuff if you saw on video, how much we're struggling. Subscribe to our Patreon. You get to see it even in more depth. I'm treading water. I'm like a five-year-old in a tread water <laughs> contest. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got our game faces on though. We are. I knew we're on the same page, Wilcox. We got our game faces on, and I'm also I'm starting to get a little little appetite for this big game. You're starting to get a little appetite for for what big game? Good appetite for the big game coming up this Sunday. We can't say Super Bowl. All these commercials are like, oh, you can't say Super Bowl. They call it the big game. Prepare for the big game with our mattress sale. Why can't you say Super Bowl? Because they, I think they had the the trademark for Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is so pathetically American and end of end of days. Yeah. <laughs> you can say the big game. I'm gonna copyright the big game. <laughs> you should. The big game is also that uh, there's a book called the big game, like a, a guy who was like a uh, a player. I think that, I think it's just the artist. game. The game. The game. Yeah. My older or it might be the big game. Pass that down to me. It's like, this is how you're going to get girls. Yeah. Yeah. And I was re- reading it like, oh, so you got to be mean to them? <laughs> I don't, I can't <laughs> be mean. Yeah. I remember, I feel like that was huge. I guess when we were like 20 years old, I yeah. feel like I remember people well, talking well, about it and reading it. My, yeah, my older cousins loved it. They, they souped it up. <laughs> like, this is going to be your Bible, bro. It's like, you just got to make fun of them, be mean to them. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if there's if there's like an innate skill that you have to read a book to learn, then you don't have it. No, no. <laughs> you know, like uh, driving a car. It's like, well, I read this book and now I know how to drive a car. <laughs> right. You got to drive the car. You can't I just think, read the book. Yeah, I think you know how to not be good at something and then try to better yourself, but apply like there are no vibes in it. it's all vibes and energy you gotta you gotta get the vibes and energy you can't follow a cookie cutter set of directions absolutely not i think the guy who ended up writing that book is like i think he's now like a motivational speaker or something but he's like he's almost ashamed of <laughs> that book he's like he's come full circle and being like that was a insecure part of me old version of me yeah i mean we all we all have that oh yeah, yeah. but let's get back to the big game we're doing our top nine list this week, Lancey. We're doing our top, our top nine game day foods. 
I feel, we've talked about this when we were thinking about this list. It feels like we've done this this before, but I don't think we have. We checked our, our historian. The historian I, said, no, we've never done it. We've done we did soups last year around this time. <laughs> Huge. The, the soup. They can't say it. The big soup. The, the big, big soup. soup. <laughs> the big soup. Danny Superdoc. He was my <laughs> friend from childhood. Great name. Great name. Danny Superdoc. I don't know yeah. any Danny's. I wish I knew a Danny. There's a kid above me, a great above me named Danny. He's so cool. My old super, his name is Danny, and he's the coolest guy. Great name. Yeah. You got to be cool with that name. But yeah, we're doing our top nine game day foods. Let's get into it. It should be interesting. I think we're going to obviously have some crossover. There's I'm gonna have, so many game day foods. I, we're going to have some crossovers. We're going to have some pump fakes. Behind the backs. I might even have a Hail Mary. I'll start with my, my number nine, which it might be a little bit of a, a misdirection, a play action. People won't see it coming, but it's in the air. I'm throwing it, and it's Spanakopita. 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 Did not see that coming, but I like it. So I feel like game day foods, it's all about kind of easy access, easy to eat, and you want some bites. And Spanakopita traditionally in the American psyche is not, you know, in there with the dips and the chips and the the dips but it's kind of in the it's it the texture and the it's everything it's got like the bread and then it's got like the kind of filling type thing and it's great i have it as number nine because it definitely qualifies i don't know if you've noticed this i think it's partly a trend but it's partly also as you get older like nicer game day foods yeah i got this email from ruby rosa today and they're like a Italian, really, really good. Would highly recommend anyone to go there. It's like one of the best, I think, restaurants in the city. But they're doing, you know, like Super Bowl game day deals. But it, you know, it, it's great stuff. It's like arancini, but it's like very high quality. Sure. And I feel like Spanakopita can almost fall into this, like, oh, you want to have the, you want to watch the big game, but are you also rich? Have Spanakopita. <laughs> and you want to feel slightly healthy because there's kind of spinach in it. Yeah. No, that's not healthy. Want to want to watch the game, but also want to think you're better than the common man. Spanakopita. Want to watch the game, and are also Greek. Spanakopita. Spanakopita. Get the best Spanakopita in Astoria. So many good places for it. Every restaurant has their own Spanakopita. It's great, and you're right. It could be a finger food, but you also can get a big square if you want to have like a Spanakopita as your whole dish. Exactly. It's, it's, so you, it's, it's first style. Yeah, you could get it from a place, but you could also make it. Yeah, and you could cut it into squares and come out of like the big tray. And it, I think it, it really resembles, it's in the mold of a lot of game day foods, but it doesn't get included probably because for some sort of cultural bias or maybe it's too healthy. And I guess it's kind of difficult to make. You got to make it with that phyllo dough. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Did, yeah. did not see that coming. My number eight is more of a classic, but a little, you don't see it everywhere, but when it comes up, I'm happy. I'm sure you'll be happy. I'll have to pop these in my mouth because they're jalapeno poppers. JP's JPP's playing in the big game. These are some JP's jalapeno poppers. Not on my list, but I'm a huge fan. They, they sometimes though, I, I got to get them after they've, they've been sitting for a while. Cause those bad boys, they literally pop in your mouth. Sometimes that cheese is scorching hot lens. It's scorching hot because it came to play on the day of the big game. It does. It's got the spicy level too. It's got the cheesy. It's got that pop and feel. 
Very underrated. And they're deceiving. They're small, but they pack a punch. And they're like a bunch of jabs. And then eventually you get one spicy bite and it's a knockout. Sure. But there's, there's definitely a range. There's good and bad poppers. You, you want a little bit of like a snap. You don't want the mushy popper. I've had, I've had a bad poppers in my day. Yeah. Pop and pop and pop. If you have a bad one, then you could make a lot of faces like Jim Carrey and Mr. Popper's Penguins. Didn't see that. Me neither. I don't think anyone did. Greg Jalapeno Popovich just got his uh, COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The oldest NBA coach. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Spice. My number seven is Domino's Cinestics. Lance, this list is unbelievable. And get the door. Oh my God. It's Domino Cinestics. I thought about having normal, do- regular Domino's pizza, but it just seems a bit hack. You want the extra just mile. include the pizza. So I said, honestly, you want cheesy bread or Cinestics. And I went, I was just thinking, I was just right now in the moment for the big game. I think Cinestics are going to come to play. You got the Cinna, you got the stick, and you got that sauce. That weird goo. Oh, yeah, that weird goo. Uh, Lance. Big ragu. <laughs> you're not a big splurge guy, but this list, you're splurging. You're going absolutely nutty. I love it. I, I can't. You're you're undeniable right now. I don't even know how you would justify Domino's Cinestics as a great game day food, other than the fact that obviously they're a great game day food. <laughs> like they're good for other things too, but you're watching like game day foods are are so fascinating because the best game day foods are the opposite of what you need to eat to perform well in the game that you're watching. <laughs> yeah. These are great game day food. The game is sitting on the couch and how long these foods can last. It's like the people you're watching and like cheering on and maybe have a lot of money on or have a huge emotional investment in they're They can't eat synestics. If they, if they eat what you're eating, then Everyone's just going to be what on you the doing? floor. <laughs> Some players, I mean, Marshawn Lynch, he would he would pop Skittles on the sidelines, but he's unconventional. That's yeah. a great one. Cine sticks are perfect for game day because you can put them out if you're having like a, a buffet. Or just put them out. They also could be like the dessert, like the like, like the, the sweet treat afterwards. They could be there again, another versatile game day treat. And what's also great about them is they're pre-cut. So Love pre-cut. you know that when you're taking one, you're not taking too much. You're just taking the piece of the pie that you've been given. I'm pre-cut and I, 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 I go gooey for these sticks. I'm uncut, but I'm a gem. Bingo. I'm gambling on the big game and I'm probably going to, I'm not sure I was going to go with that. I was going to just move into my number nine. Just dribble down like a, a dead end. You dribbled out of bounds there, but that's okay. Turn over go. your, your ball. I'm going the other way. Yeah. My number nine, it's, it's my number nine for a reason. Cause it's definitely not my favorite game day food. It's usually on the lazier end. If you're going to Super Bowl party of like what is going to be there, but I'm, I'm still not going to be upset if I see it. It's the Italian hero, the long sub. I mean, who's going to be disappointed by seeing a long sub, like, like a ginormous 10 foot sub. It's uh, it's, it's convenient. It's, I'm not saying it's lazy because you have to go out and get it. It's not easy to transport, but it's not, not doing a lot of prep. Usually going to buy it at a, a deli. 
I love Italian hero. We talked about Italian heroes. It was a top nine sandwich. I love Italian meats, the gabagoo, the pajou. Don't talk about the supersat. Only downside is also usually comes tomatoes. I take the tomatoes off. Sometimes it gets a little soggy. doesn't always hold up. But overall, number nine, it's Italian hero. The only thing I don't like about Italian heroes for games, for big watch parties, is that I feel like the hosts are so proud of themselves for getting them. I know. It's too, they're too proud. It's the easiest thing in the world. You make a phone call. Sometimes they even deliver it to you. And yeah. you get there, and they're like, we got Look some. Look at this. It's because <laughs> exactly. I got into Harvard. Look at me. <laughs> Can you believe it? You guys jackpot. We got subs. And then you have to act like there would be no other place in the world where you'd be able to acquire one eighth of a sandwich. Right. And it looks cool. It's like a long sub. You, can, you can't just have it for yourself. It's, it's to share. The singer. When, when, when that interaction happens, I tell them I got to <laughs> sub myself out of this party. <laughs> yeah. I'm in, I'm in the bench. It's, it's, it's not the worst, but it's my number nine. Yeah, nine it's, it's, it's good at number nine because I think it's... It, yeah, but I also, I eat them and then like I'm like, well, I need to eat six of these. Yeah. Because usually when they're subs, I feel like there's not enough other stuff because, right. you know, they got subs. Yeah, you got to get and, some. And, uh, You're loading up. And, but I feel guilty for eating so many of them. You're going to feel guilty no matter what on game day. That's true. Judge Judy slamming the gavel. I'm going to feel guilty. My number eight, dip me in. We talked about this dip before. You've made homemade versions of it. It's a spinach artichoke dip. I've got another dip later down on my list, but this is my second favorite dip on game day. Give it to me scorching hot. If it's homemade, it's homemade. If, if you got to get it like a frozen version. I feel like Friday's has a good frozen artichoke dip. That's always pretty good. It's delicious. It's it's fantastic. It's good. It's, it sits there. Even if it's like lukewarm, Luke Voigt, it's not the worst. It can sit there all game, but it's optimal scorching hot, the melty artichoke dip and dots, number eight. It's always good to have a Martin scorching sazy spinach, spinach exactly. artichoke dip. It's been a choke dip. I I am gonna have a revelation here. I don't have any dips in my top nine. For you this. dip, I dip, we dip. You have no dips. And on I'll game. tell you why I didn't dip myself in. It's because you can't have a dip without a chip or a carrot or a celery. And to me, this is kind of like home run hitters in the late nineties and two thousands in baseball, where sure they're hitting sixty home runs a year but that's because they have the help of the chips and I feel uncomfortable about putting them in the hall of fame. Do I think the same, do I feel the same way about baseball players and steroids? No, not at all. I'm just applying the analogy to chips and dips. I think Barry Bond should be in the hall of fame, but I don't think that spinach artichoke dip because it needs chips to succeed or carrots or celery. It's not in my top nine for this hall of fame list. You have some kind of resentment against combinations. This goes back to the grilled cheese and tomato soup. You hate when things go well together. I don't I, I don't hate it. It's just that we're talking about our top nine dip, like our top nine foods. So that's a singular thing. I, uh, I spinach will artichoke often. dip. Then you, if you have that on your list, to me, that's saying, okay, I'm eating it with a spoon. And that's okay. And that's what I was about that's to say. Okay. Yeah. I, especially on game day, if I'm popping other things, I'm trying to, you know, pick and choose some, what calories I'm going to, I'm going to have. I'll, I'll put a, a 
couple spoonfuls of artichoke dip in my plate. That's fine. I'll be a savage. I'll put my thumb in it and slurp it. That's totally fine. Then I think it's an acceptable inclusion. The thing is, okay, right? If spinach and artichoke dip could include chips, then why can't pigs in a blanket include a ribeye? Where does it stop? I mean, pigs in a blanket, you got spicy mustard. You got to have both. You don't have to have it though. And spicy mustard I isn't spicy mustard is an, is a condiment. Spinach artichoke dip, the chip is like fifty percent of the equation. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough rule book. You got a tough rule book for game day, and I get it. I'm throwing the flag on it though. I'm pushing the back five yards. That's fine. I'm just I gotta share my my two cents and none the richer. Heads <laughs> or tails, tails never fails. I'm a tails guy also. Good. But if anyone's listening to this, I'm going to switch up my strategy now. <laughs> Be playing a, a heads up match of heads versus tails. <laughs> yeah. Now they know they know my hand. My number seven. A I feel like when they this is I feel like another adult um, hors d'oeuvre at a, an adult game day. It's the shrimp cocktail. You see a platter of shrimp cocktail. I feel like it elevates the entire experience. Um, you're if you're at like a party, you're having one or two. Um, but a fresh shrimp cocktail dipped in some marinara, not marinara, shrimp cocktail sauce, a spicy cocktail sauce. It just, it's light, it's fresh, it's shrimp, it's a great seafood. It's my number seven. It's a good one. Whenever I see shrimp cocktail at a Super Bowl party or any other big game party, to me, I know that it's acceptable to talk during the game. <laughs> Because if you're having shrimp cocktail, you can't really care about the game. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I guess. Deadlift shrimp. I, I see where you're going with that. I mean, because talk they think the game is being like, they, if you see shrimp cocktail, you mean like the commercials are going to be the big event rather than the game. I, I just think that there's it's like not conducive to diehard fandom, if that makes okay. sense. Like, I think shrimp cocktail is definitely not always, but it's definitely more of like a higher socioeconomic food. Right. It doesn't always have to be. But I just think that it's like not a food that's conducive to people basing their emotional happiness on sports. It's it might be it might, might be it might be, inter- be a, might be an unfair take. I'm not saying that nobody can have both those qualities, like screaming about the game while shoveling down shrimp cocktail. But to me, shrimp cocktail connotes like a sophistication that generally doesn't um, like mix. I get with, it. Like going nuts at sports. I get it. Like you're not you're not going to see a shrimp cocktail even at like a Buffalo Wild Wings. They're not having shrimp cocktail. No, but I've seen it like like buffets at like a hotel where it's just like a yeah like the shrimp cocktail yeah. it's, it's not it's not like having like a like cra- i think it was crab legs at a like a game day would be like oh this is a fancy schmancy shrimp cocktail is definitely a step above but i'm not sure if it's that you have to be that sophisticated to, to no you don't you don't hockey. but i just think if that's what like yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm going I'm going to de- I'm defending this too strongly than I intended originally. So I'll, I'll push I get back. it though. Yeah, I'll push back. Five yards. Five yards. I'll repeat the download. Please. <laughs> I'll re- repeat it. My number seven is shrimp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was your number seven. Shrimpy cock. That left shrimp. <laughs> my, number, my number six 
is a chili cheese dog. Oh, oh, oh. chili cheese. Chili cheese, please. <laughs> chili Davis, you're swinging for the fences here. I'm swinging for the fences. I thought about chili, and then I said, you know what? That's really only like an October to early March food, so it alienates half the year. So, no, that's not on my list. Hot dog is great, but honestly, I'm not really a solo hot dog guy. I like to add stuff. Like if I get hot dog, a hot dog, I'm going to just douse relish or jalapeno or a pickle. Mm. And especially when I'm at, I think we've talked about this baseball, when you're at a game, number one eating sport. Yeah. Hondo P. And something about like a hot dog with kind of like chili on it. When you're not having it unless you're like watching at a sporting event, I feel like. I don't see a situation no. in which you would have it and there wasn't viewing sports involved. And the watching sports makes me want to eat it. Therefore, it's number six. <laughs> I can't argue it. I, I'm not a huge, it, it's, it makes me a little nauseous. I, I like hot dogs, but I feel like by my last bite, I'm always a little nauseous. Yeah, chili to it. I'm not even making it a fully way through. I'm not, I can't knock it. I can New York knock it, but it's not for me. Fair enough. Yeah. My number five is nachos. Love it. Nacho Randy Savage. Nacho Man Randy Savage. Game days with nachos. Reality shows with roommates with nachos. Taco Bell nacho party pack. That was a commercial I kept getting on my Pandora. Green Bay nacho pack. Yeah. Nachos, I don't have too often. We've talked about nachos before, and they're you can never get them takeout. Obviously, you have to have them kind of right away, and they're they're really great in circum certain circumstances. And watching a game is is one of them. I think ordering them at a bar, if it's the right bar, while watching a game is is like the perfect move. It's a good big table move. Good big table move. Yeah, you could make them at home. Have you seen these uh, the social media trend about making a nacho table? People put like a huge, I'm not sure if it's aluminum foil or some kind of wrapping on their on like a kitchen table. Then they spread out like three ba- huge bags of Tostitos nachos, like it's on the table, and then put all the nacho stuff on it, cheese, salsa, and you just like use the table as a conduit. Goes. I don't really understand. I'll have to send you a video. It's just a huge table without a plate. And the, the table is the plate for the nachos. But it's, how are the nachos cooked? They cook it before and then put the nachos on the, the, the table? The cheese. They usually use like hot nacho cheese. Oh, uh, so it's and like... They, and they, they melt it. All, they pour it over the table. That's not really nachos to me. To me, it's like you got to cook everything in the, the oven. You got to cook the... You got to have like the meat and the... I think you got to have those jalapenos, like a little burnt, maybe the onions. You can cook it all cook in them before, separately. I guess. And cook it before. It all, yeah. Each sold separately. Bingo. Yeah. I'm pro nacho. I something, enjoy a nacho. Something with that trend doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I didn't think it would. But because <laughs> I can't sit on the table. You could sit table. next to the table. But you got, I feel like the key to a good nacho is some jalapenos. You got to have I, a good spice to it. There's so many keys. I think you got to have a good, a good ratio of the stuff. You got to have slightly more chips to stuff. You got to have nacho bites where it's like almost entirely chip. And then you got to have some bites in the middle where it's almost entirely stuffed. What's your protocol if you get a 
the the great opportunity when like five chips are stuck together and it's it's considered in my book one nacho are you the guy that breaks it apart because you feel like you got too much you got a little greedy or do you just you know you, you dipped your hand in there and, and you pulled out what you got i think there's so many variables i can't even begin to answer that question without knowing more information i'm saying you put your finger into the nacho plate you pulled out five like a, like a, a huge piece it's all stuck together it's like a the perfect nacho but there's people around you okay there's other there's other chips that don't have cheese on it there's plain chips in there and you you got more than you asked for but what do you do how, you how well do i know these people they are they're they're they, they didn't go to your wedding but they're they're like people you see they're they're like lantern comics okay i mean if they're comics then i don't care what they think so yeah. i'm eating it I'm not okay. If there's anyone who like, if, if me eating the whole thing, like prevents me, like if it, uh, if it gets me fired from my job, (laughs) then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll switch. But yeah, I mean, I'm eating it. Good. Glad to hear it. That was my number five. My number four, get, get all, all snuggled up in a blanket. Oh no. Because I got pigs in a blanket. Wow. Love that. Huge. They're pigs in a blanket. You see at two places, you see them at cocktail hours and you see them at games. And I love pigs in a blanket because I think they're, they are democratic. I, I was talking about, I was kind of bashing shrimp cocktail for being a high class food. I think pigs in a blanket is, is oddly enough. It's, it's versatile. Classless. It's, it's sad. It's classless. It satisfies all situations. It could, you know, it could dress up or it could get down. <laughs> it dresses up to get down. I love it. Pigs in a blanket. It's my number three. Talk about it. It's it's the Bay of Pigs in the blanket, and I'm not talking about Michael Jackson's daughter blanket. It's delicious. I like them a little burnt and crispy, and I think you have to have spicy mustard. You got to get some spicy must. Goldens. I know how to say it. Golden's mustard, spicy must, Elon mustard. It's a, it's a, it's a go-to. It's better than a, a hot dog to me because I don't, I know if I have like two or three, that's my limit, maybe a couple more later on, but I'm not getting nauseous from a couple poppins of a pig. I like it crispy. It's great. Love it. It's also the best, probably the, might be the best named food out there. Yeah. I love it. Little piggies in a blanket. They're all nice and warm. And you just want to, you know, read a fairy tale to your mouth. My mom makes some great, like, homemade pigs in the blanket. She uses, like, the the dough that make the croissants. Uh, she yeah. puts her own little mini hot dogs in there. Get all those flakes in there. Yeah. Jeff Flake. Yeah. It's so good. It's leaving the party. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. My number six it's simple, but I feel like it's got to, it's, it's, it's six for a reason. It's you got to have it on game day. It's Tostito scoops with pineapple, spicy salsa. I think, I think Tostito scoops is one of the best inventions of the 21st century. I used to get very frustrated by Tostitos. I would always break off the chip in the salsa and I'd be that guy that had to fish out half my chip. I end up putting my finger in the salsa and everyone's staring at me because I have clammy hands. And now the salsa tastes like clam. The scoops 
It totally tastes. <laughs> I was just trying to put the logic of how your it tastes like clam, but there was I was like, "Where's the clam?" And I was like, "Oh, your hands are clammy." And I was like, "I guess that makes sense," but uh, my face couldn't couldn't belie my confusion. Right. No, I get that. I get it. Um, but no one wants clammy salsa. People want pineapple spicy salsa, which is my favorite kind of salsa. With a Tostito scoop, it's just the scoops are perfect for for salsa. And I feel like just salsa and chips is is a classic game day food. I feel like you're really watching a game when when you see salsa and chips out there. What more can you say? Number six. It's a good one. I mean, I you know my observation before about combining foods, so I'll I'll just kind of leave out because there's no need to rehash rehash these it. rules these, I'm, I'm, I'm saying i'm, I'm judging well, it i'm judging nachos, it under, i'm judging I, it under your rule book nachos is one food together no but it's it's so many foods together but it's nachos it's under <laughs> one umbrella of food it's nachos but that the, the thing about the salsa. i don't think i've had the spicy pineapple salsa really the only thing i think would be better is if you added some clams no clammy yeah, hands. you don't want that it's, it's too fishy <laughs> But so this is what upsets me a little bit about Tostito scoops is I feel like the person who created it got no credit and it almost had no influence on their job prospects. I feel like if someone in the 1700s invented Tostito scoops, they'd be like, oh, I created the scoop. And then they'd be like a billionaire. It'd be a billionaire. Yeah. But now it's just like Tostito's. Tostitos is like, well, you work for us. Thank you for the, thank you for the billion dollar invention. Goodbye. I like to that. think that the inventor of the scoop, he got a big promotion. He's the head of the scoop division now. They, he, they all the chip designs run get run through him. He's, it's got to be on his resume. It's, it's, it's got to be on his LinkedIn. If it's, it is, if it is, he'd say scoop. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> scoop du jour. Rest in peace. Maybe his last name is Scoop. Scoop Jackson. Maybe it's his first name. Could be. Do you think he also invented doesn't have to be he. Could be it could be any any gender. But do you think they also invented the pooper scooper? Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. You probably thought of the, the Tostito scoops while he was scooping poop. Probably. This poop scooper will be perfect for salsa in chip form. <laughs> While playing mini golf and being like, wow, it's a good loop-de-loop. <laughs> While drinking down some Fruit Loops. While buying items of skincare and goop. Nice. Nice. My number five, my my favorite dip. I feel like it's become popular the past few years. Um, and, it's, and it's another dip that it's, it's very rich. It's the buffalo chicken dip. I'm a big buffalo boy. But it's it's very rich, and I probably can only have like two, two big big dips, big scoops of buffalo chicken dip. It's delicious. It's spicy. It's rich. It's cheesy. Spicy. I love buffalo. I love like ranch and cheese. It's another dip where I think it can hold up on its own. Put a couple of scoops on a plate with a fork. It's fine. Give me a couple of tostitos. Give me some celery. I love it. Number five, buff chick dip. Yeah, dip me in. Perfect dip. It is. It absolutely is. I have nothing else to say because you know I can talk about what do you have. Well, yeah, doesn't fit in your book. Yeah, we don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. It's great. Another one that is probably not going to fit into your rule book. What am I jumping now? It's four. Number four. 
it feel it goes along the lines of Tostitos and salsa, but I think I, I my first iteration it, it was combined with Tostitos and salsa, but I it needs its own number. So number four is guacamole, preferably a spicy guac. Give me a spicy guac, it's got a little bite to it. Probably the healthiest thing I'm going to eat all game day. I feel like it has a good balance when you have like a lot of fatty foods. It kind of slices and dices the with some acidity, some lime, some avocado. What can go wrong with some guac? It can't really sit around too much when it starts turning brown in the fourth quarter. You know Tom Brady's going to win the game. Number four is guacamole. It's the only thing is that I'm really not a store bought guac guy. You're a homemade guac guy. That's fine. I'm yeah, but you don't you never know what guac you're gonna get if you're going somewhere else and you can't be rude if it's store-bought are you not gonna try it if it's store-bought it's just so much worse i'm a shrimp cocktail when it comes to guacamole it's just it's just not even the same thing and i feel like they're both called guacamole so that they kind of ruins guacamole for me at a event if it's just like the store-bought not good guacamole use good guacamole i mean there's so many different ways you could make it but it's it's obviously adam divine and it's almost insulting that those are the same things i think there's definitely levels to it but i've had i've had good quality store-bought no (laughs) wow you're a guac snob i am a guac snob that's fair snob on my guac (laughs) slob on my my knob that was your number four? Yep. By the way, before we go to my, my number three, I realized last week in our, you know, hullabaloo, hullabaloo, hullabaloo. That's a word. I totally forgot to say my number two last week. I <laughs> really? skipped. I went from three to one. Yeah. But I had mentioned it. It was, we did types of trips and it was road trip. I, we had talked like briefly about road trips when yours and I just skipped over it. Wow. So it, top nines. it was, it was Bayless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I'm bad with numbers, so I'm not surprised I didn't catch that. But yeah, catch if you can. Number two. That's okay. Yeah. So my number three for game day foods, my number three, I think you'll have this. It's uh, Mott Sticks. I don't have it. That's a good one. I, I didn't even think about Mott Sticks. That's, a, that's fantastic. I guess they're better if you – I mean, you have to have them right away. They really – they demand to be eaten. They're a little high maintenance as a food. Higher maintenance than I think you think at first. First, I've had cold moth sticks and they're great. Yeah. I feel like you've talked about the virtues of cold moth sticks before. I'm pro cold, cold moth stick. I, I sometimes will put a cold moth stick in the fridge and it, yeah. it turns into a whole different ballgame. But to me, when I'm eating one and I'm watching some a sports thing, I'm like, this is what the founding fathers intended this republic to be. Sure. And that's just how I feel. That's deep. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Mott sticks to me are like just I think of as like a I guess I like at a sports bar I, I, I think of a mott stick. It's a it's a great order for a table. Grab a stick. Yeah, I can't argue against it. I just, it just didn't have it on my list. You could have them at home. I mean, you could get like the ones you make. You know, like the pre-made ones. I guess you could make them by hand, but it'd be tough. You gotta you know you gotta have a fryer. I'm not. Jo- yeah, fryer. you probably or an air fryer. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think they're, they're close to untouchable and I don't really, I don't think I ever really have them if there's not like a game on or it's not a sports bar in which there is a game on. So 
Sure. Game day food for me. It's a good one. Number two, I got a sausage and pepper hero. Humongous. Or, or sausage and pepper, not hero, sausage and pepper on like a hot dog bun. Okay. That type of thing. Yeah. It, this is my go-to at a baseball game. I feel like most... The primo. The primo, yep, yep. Um, oh, yeah. I think there's this trend. I haven't really been to many baseball games in like the past 10 years, I want to say. Um, but I feel like there's this trend. I know in baseball, at least the New York baseball stadiums, and I feel like probably in sports in general, again, it's like these... Uh, now that I've got Shake Shack and like sushi and like, you know... I guess non-traditionally sports-oriented foods. I feel like if you're eating sushi at a baseball game, just stop with the baseball game. Yankees got a had a Tanaka roll. Tanaka went back to Japan. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It to me, it just doesn't it doesn't match up. It's kind of insulting to both to have a food that's like really good. I mean, obviously, sausage and peppers is really good, but you know, you know what I'm saying. I think. Oh yeah, it doesn't fit the vibe. It, it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't fit the vibe. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. fit the vibe. That's exactly it. It doesn't fit the vibe or the energy. And sausage and peppers to me, on a, like a, a hot dog bun. I don't even. What do you say? Sausage and pepper hero. No hoagie. I don't even know what you say. Hoagie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hero. It, it embraces the vibe. It's fully dipped in. You can get 100%. the mustard. You don't. You can get it without anything. It's perfect. And you could have this. If if I'm ever going to a sports arena, I won't be happy because I'm you know at a sports arena, but. <laughs> I'll be happier getting this. Got I think it. it's a great price point. It's a lot. It's like substantial food. Can't go wrong. That was your number two. Yeah. My number two is sausage and peppers as well. Everything you said, put it on a Tyler hero. Give me the, give me sausage and peppers on a dish network. I'm going to lap it up. My mom makes an unbelievable spicy sausage and sweet sausage with pepper, like platter it's it's delicious it, it's a great um thing that you can reheat also if you're not yes. like if you're, yep. if you're at home put that in the microwave put that in the oven it, it the flavors get better and better 100 percent. i love it at a at a game at a ballpark at a football game sausage and peppies premium sausage it's filling it's delicious it's number two it's both for number twos for a reason because we're gonna go poop after <laughs> that's that's true and my number one, it could be your number one too, because you haven't said it, and I'd be shocked if you didn't have it. It's wings. You say twinks? Wings. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Buffalo wings. We have the same number two and number one. I, I mean, I, it's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about it. You want to take the podium? It's your number one. It's both number ones. I want to hear what you have to say. I, I might start crying to talk about it. I'm so happy it's both number ones. It's just the smell of buffalo, the the drumstick, and the wing in your hands. It just it it just is game day. When you ask me what am I doing on game day, I'm having wings. I'm having you can go spicy, you can go teriyaki, you can go garlic palm, you can go so many different varieties. But at the end of the day, they're wings. I'm a ranch guy. I'm a celery guy. I I, I like the wing or the drum. I've learned different techniques of how to eat them. I'm getting messy, Lance. I'm using my fingers. I don't care if the sauce is my cheek. I'm not cleaning them up. I'm not cleaning the sauce up until after. I'm not going to clean my face the whole time. So don't stare at my cheek. I'm going to be dirty. I'm going to be a dog. And I'm eating wings. That was beautiful. Thank you. I got to ask, what's your stance on boneless versus 
regular. I'm, I'm pro both. I'm pro. I'm pro. I'll take both the Pro Bowl. I depends on the place. Like if there's a place in my college that I would prefer the boneless wings because they make better boneless wings. Depends on where we're getting them from. I'm not anti bone or anti boneless. And sometimes I'm, I'm not in the mood to get dirty. I, I, but game day, especially for the big game, I know what we're getting into. I'm, I'm down to get dirty. I'm, you're probably anti boneless. You're bad to the you're bad to the bone. <laughs> I am. I just think that if you prefer boneless wings to the point where you won't eat regular wings, then you don't deserve to have a family. You Absolutely. probably don't deserve to like have an apartment. Like you, like I just you don't really you haven't like qualified to function in society. I feel like. Right. I mean, boneless wings are basically just chicken tenders with sauce, exactly. which I love. Which is what I mean. What's wrong with that? They're just it's not fine. Just when you're at friendlies, just make sure you only order from the kids menu. <laughs> which it's a bomb menu. It's a better probably, menu. It probably has grilled cheese. <laughs> they got mac and cheese. They got that ice cream with the face and the cone. The upside down Sunday. Yeah. Oh, and we've I've I've had this so many times. The the fribble, the fribble. <laughs> the fribble. Gotta get the yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we've been yeah. friendly about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything you said. It's just there's so many flavors. I feel like when I was younger, I was more of a honey barbecue guy. Mm. Now I'm like a I think just a hot wing. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan. This place, or you know, Han Dynasty. I'm mm-hmm. sure in, in uh city. It's actually they started in Philly. Oh, I didn't know that. Throwback to talking about Philly before. They have these dry pepper wings that I think are Ooh. unbelievable. They're they're hot. They're like so crisp on the outside. Lemon pepper wings, I think, are really good also. Those lemon um, peps. My top three are probably just like regular classic buffalo hot wings, these dry pepper, and then lemon pepper. Wow. Lemon pepper wings. Lou Williams left the, the NBA bubble last year and got suspended because he, he he went out to get some lemon pepper wings at a strip club. It, it just wings just draw people their that out of their like they, they don't think straight when you got wings on the on the well. The some people some people might say that doing that is a snafu, Williams, but not me. That sounds <laughs> like a wise decision. I mean, why would you? That's more. I mean, it's Wiseman you know, on the Warriors, hundred yeah. percent. James, Jimmy, Jimmy Wise. Yeah. It's are you a ranch or a blue cheese guy? I'll do whatever is in front of me. Wow. Malleable. Yeah, malleable in that way. <laughs> I'll I just say I mostly just say dip me in. Yeah. Full full on <laughs> dip me in. Yeah. Dip Mars Avenue. Dip Mars Boulevard. Dip Mars, dip Mars Boulevard. I knew it wasn't Dip Mars Avenue. My bad. Sorry. Hand up. Don't shoot. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we did my, my top three. Number three was pigs in a blanket. Number two, sausage and peppers. Number one, buffalo wing. Wow. Beautiful. We're really, we're really uh, on the same page here. doesn't happen often. No. But on game day, we're, we're, we, have the, we have the chemistry. We're throwing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, we're throwing touchdowns. We're doing lead blocks. We're kicking field goals. I'll hold the, I'll hold the field goal. You hold my field I'll goal? I'll be the holder. I won't kick your finger, I promise. That's okay. You can. Get points. Very nice. Should we jump into our predictor predictions? That's yeah, let's do it. So if we got any new Brazerbacks this week, we have uh, some some premium Brazerbacks. Premium. 
Primo Razorbacks predict what each of us are going to have in our top nine. So they they write us uh, for for me, my wife Kate predicts mine. My wife. And for Jesse, Phil Jackson. My wife. The storied NBA coach, Jesse's wife, predicts his. The Zen master. I'll start with Phil Jackson's picks. Phil Jackson, every week he outdoes himself, I think. And this week was no exception. His pros reminds me more so of Phil Broth than Phil Jackson. And he says, oh boy, it's game day. I'm not sure this list calls for the literary device sprinkled prose that I usually whip out. This is where the triangle offense delves into the beauty of pairing tastes and textures with the ambiance of competition. Oh my God. As a lifelong tailgater, I'm well positioned to knock these predictions around like an old pair of balls in a nightgown. <laughs> oh, Phil, let him lose, Phil. My first, Drop my, your sack, Phil. My, my list takes inspiration from the pavement in parking lot M3 of East Rutherford, New Jersey. Wow. This pavement is the very same pavement that scrapped Sweet Feet's getaway sticks. I've gotten some blood and tears on that pavement. Yeah. Without further ado, here's what my curly-headed artisan is munching... <laughs> In between plays at the tailgate. <laughs> Good old chicken wings. Number one. He's cooking hot. A submarine sandwich, oh, also known number, as a sub. Number nine. Bingo. This man's in fuego. Lamb chops. Yeah, lamb chops is the best tailgate food that Phil and the, and the Giants boys make. I feel like that's like that's next level of um, like exquisite. I feel like that's like a, I've, it's it's delicious. But it, I've it, heard about these Phil Jackson lamb chops. I feel like it's almost. It sounds to me like it's a specific Phil Jackson. It is situation. They call it chop game. Literally, when like it's it's once a season, or we're having chop game. It's a must attend event. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would attend that a thousand percent. Have to. And then leave when you know. Yeah. Um, Cheesesteak. Mmm. It was definitely on an iteration of my list. It's just not a classic. I feel like if I'm having a cheesesteak, that's going to be like my main. I'm not having much else. It's going to fill me up, Buttercup. Pulled pork sliders. I'm not a, I'm not a huge pulled pork guy. That's that's going to be last comic standing for me. Chips and guac. Bingo. <laughs> Bonus mozzarella sticks. Moo, mozz sticks. I didn't have it. It's a great pick. Great overall picks. Great pose. Pros. Triangle offense to perfection. Then he also says, was really challenging not to write chips and various dips, but you've set the 2021 standard of specificity, and I intend to make you both proud. <coughs> so I really went in on him for... Uh... We've been hard on Phil. <laughs> yeah. Even last week with the, with the trips, <laughs> Snafu Manchu, yeah. and he had a bagel trip on a top nine trip. A Broadway trip. Yeah. Phil gets, I mean... It's what we do to people that we, we expect a lot out of. Like he's 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 tough love. It is tough love, and that's all he says. He doesn't say anything else. Wow, Bray's off, Phil. Jesus, no Bray's on. He's really he's giving us tough love. He uh, he said it. He did say it. He did. I just oh, I couldn't not... do that to Phil. God, jeez, SpongeBob SquarePants. Really, I was you, I was gonna say that's all he said, and then I thought you're gonna move on, but then you're like, really, he didn't say Bray's on, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 
I'm glad I caught Phil, it. Phil always signs off with Brazon. Brazon, Phil. <laughs> Brazon, Phil. Kate comes in with some spot-on predictions. I wished Kate a congratulations on the new apartment. She goes, thank you. We're excited. And here's some LPPs. You down with LPP? She's yeah, you down. know me. You know <laughs> me? Yeah. Spinach and artichoke dip. You didn't have it. I had it. I mean, I think that just shows that you're in the wrong about this dip policy. This dip policy must must be released, or you're going to un, land un, more unzipped, unzipped dip. <laughs> Wings, boom. Sliders. Yeah, I thought about it, Same. and it it didn't make it, but on a different day, it easily could have been in there. Jason Day, Green Day, chips and guac. Two. That's two. You're gonna have to defend this rule to your own wife. It's just a bad. It's a bad road rule. You gotta, you gotta face the real world. Mac and cheese, not a good one. That's a good one. That's a good a one. Good one. Yeah. Nachos. Yep. Bang. And then we both didn't really have any desserts except for your cinnamon sticks. She has got cookies with parentheses snickerdoodles question mark. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. I don't think about. I'm more focused. We've both talked about this. We're more food guys than dessert guys. So I yeah. didn't even. I didn't even think about desserts. But yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm usually all filled up by the time we're getting to the desserts on game Buttercup. day. Buttercup, bingo. Yeah, I mean, I'm filled. I'm like totally full by the like the midway through the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I maybe think about dessert at like the end of the third, but I'm like, I shouldn't have this, but I do. No, I'm not. But I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. Great predictions. You got uh, any advertisement? I don't have any ads. No ads for me. No, no one wanted to sponsor. I think they were upset with my chips and dip. It's offensive. Yeah. And you were, were playing defense. Yeah, advertisers, advertisers really, really, uh, you know, left us after that. They all deserted the, the pod quickly. But if you do want to advertise, just uh, Romaine, let us know. And Please. Pay Shout invoice. out Pat. Yeah. We got a, we had some good questions from our top Razorback, Zachary Schnackery. We did. We got three questions from Manal, but I guess two that we'll, we'll answer right now. We'll uh, answer. Well, because it's Lance answering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so first he says he talked about, do, do you have the message in front of you? No, I can I can pull it up. I could just say, paraphrase what he said. Sure. Sorry, Snackery. I know. I feel like Snackery is a full read guy. I'll but... get a little, I got it right here in my finger braised tips. I can read it. I got it right here. Um, first, he goes, I want to congratulate Lance on the new apartment. I can't wait to hear about that's the what new people place. Are, that's what people, so it's like nice, but we're just like, move. it's not like we didn't, we didn't buy an apartment, you know? Oh, so but it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's nice, but I don't know how to handle it. It's like, well, yeah, we're moving and we're excited about it, but people move. All right. That's... <laughs> People don't always move, but people stay in the same place. And and also moving to Brooklyn, if you were moving, it like, seems like to the it's, East it, Village. it appear it appears like like a, a major life step. And I guess in some sense it's a life step, but it's not like I don't know. We're I mean we're moving. It really it's like a a drive. It's like ten minutes or fifteen yeah. minutes away from where we live now. You're changing boroughs. Changing boroughs. David Attenborough. It's, it's significant, but you know, it's not a baby. It's not a baby. Big baby Davis. <laughs> Um, and he threw in what I thought was a funny line. Perhaps he'll be able to answer the age-old question: "Where Brooklyn at?" 
I've always wanted to know where it at, and now we might finally get our answer. Maybe you'll let us know. Remain. Yeah. Second, I wanted to follow up on one of Jesse's top nine picks from episode 60. I sexy, sexy. I also appreciate the out of town sports arena experience. And I'm starting to notice Jesse and I have similar op- opinions on large buildings where people congregate. My question has two parts. Jesse, what's the one stadium or event you're most dying to go to? And number two, Lance, why do you hate fun? So I'll talk. Should we answer that first? Should we answer where Brooklyn? I'm not sure you, we know where Brooklyn is at until you move. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find yeah. out. Do you want to answer the first Sure. Part? Um. On my bucket list for places, stadiums I, I want to go to, I want to go to Wrigley Field, 100%, and also Camden Yards. Heard great things about Camden and Wrigley, both legendary places. I've got, like, just pictures in my mind of how they are. I would love to put a face to the picture and just unbelievable. And a sporting event, I would love to go to a, a golf, like a, a, a professional golf event, like the Masters would be amazing, or the U.S. Open. We talked about on a a Patreon episode, our top nine things about golf. Um, and I think it'd be really cool to see a, a live golf event. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was Got saying. a few, a few things to your answer. I've been to Wrigley Field as we talked about last week. Yeah, no parking. And just, yeah, don't bring a car. Yeah. No it was car. fine. It was one of those places where like, <laughs> you know that it was built a long time ago in the sense that it like is cool, but it's like not a modern stadium. And I think the charm Try, of it, I like the charm of it wears off after 10 minutes. Have you been to Fenway? I, I've been there. I took a tour there once with Fenway's uh, like a museum. Yeah. I think I mean, that's an amazingly cool place to walk around. Well, you see the seats and it's like, who could sit there? Like a quarter of a person. Right. It's uncomfortable, which I, I it I, sounds I, I, cool. It's, it's like if you own like an old house, like the idea of owning an old house sounds cool, yeah, but then I don't want to own it. I want to visit though. But but if you're sitting for a full game, you kind of are owning it. No, you're you're you're. I want to be a little uncomfortable. I think it creates an energy in the building, a little bit of tension, like a comedy club. No, uh, maybe possibly. But if I'm paying a lot of money, I don't want to be uncomfortable. And that's not even including the sushi. No, but yeah. if you get a premium sausage and peppers, it feel better. Yeah, probably. And then you said that you wanted to go to where are the events. I forgot. I have no memory. I said also Camden Yards. Camden Yards, go, yep. Go to um, a professional golf event. Like golf, the yes, yes. Um, I went to a practice round of the U.S. Open in Shinnecock in 2004. Hills. It was cool, but I was really upset because I didn't get Sergio Garcia's autograph and like everyone else around me did. And I That's let cool. it ruin, ruin my day. You know, was, did you really? Yeah, I, was re- I got really upset about it. I was like, I guess I was 13. And I just like, I got, I got, I got, I used to get upset. I probably stopped getting upset. I would get upset also. Probably if you were like really close to it also and people around you got it. And I was just trying to get like autographs. I thought that was like basing the whole thing. I just had my priorities all wrong. And then I think two years later, I decided that I wasn't going to ever, like, I was like, what was I doing? Right. But I don't know. I, it, it, like, I, I kind of do want to go to the masters. Part of me does just to see it. But then I remember it's like, like I'd rather go there when no one's there. This leads into his follow-up. Lance, yeah. why do you hate fun? So I thought about Snackery's question of like, what's one stadium or event you're dying to go to? Mm-hmm. I think it would be kind of cool to go to the running of the bull. 
That'd be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. You, wow. I would do That's it. Dangerous. I would do it because no one dies. So they must, I mean, either you must have and people die. I guess. I don't know. I'm not, actually, I have no idea. So I don't want to say nobody dies. Don't like, and yeah, I don't want, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> as my wife says, cancel clear. She'll say that sometimes if, you know, she huh. wants to retract a statement. I like that. Um, but um, I think it'd be really cool. I guess, I don't know if you could just participate in it or if you do training. I would do that. That's a good question. That's and all it just seems like, I, I think kind of really like it's not, it's like half religious, isn't it? Um, I don't know. That. I think like the day of the dead celebration in Mexico city would be kind of cool. Mm. I actually think, I mean, I wouldn't do this cause I'm not Muslim, but I think like the Hajj must be like an, an incredible thing. What's that? The Hajj, you know, the Hajj. I don't think so. The pilgrimage to Mecca, like the thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know the name. All right. I was about to, to quit the podcast. The Hajj. Yeah. Is it maybe how do you spell it? H A J J, or at least that's the English spelling. It's like you know, like the whole thing. If you're Muslim and you can, you're supposed to go to Mecca. Got it. World peace. Yeah, um, but I think that like like something like that. Um, even just going to like even like being in Jerusalem at like Yom Kippur. Like I think like stuff like that. I actually would like more than games because there's a greater meaning to it. Wow. So I think you got to have good vibes and like sports are great, but at the end of the day, it's like, this is entertainment and you can get meaning out of it. But I think it's like, there's a certain, it's only, it's a certain thing. So me, sports really a lot of meaning to you. I'm saying that that's the type of thing I would be more interested in going. Interesting. I'm like, I mean, I'm not, obviously I'm not like, I can you know, I, I consider myself Jewish, but I'm not super observant. But yeah, I mean, I do think there's like, there is a uh, religion sized hole in our, our society. Like, I think we haven't replaced religion with anything. And that's why people are anxious. And happy. Yeah, but I think it doesn't do the thing that religion does. It does some of it, but it doesn't do all of it. And I understand that religion is, you know, there's a lot of flaws in different religions, but um and a lot of it doesn't compute necessarily with like what we know now and knowledge and kind of like living a life in the 21st century. But I think that we haven't figured out what replaces it. And I think that is, there is something to a lot of the problems that we have. I think you could like draw a line there. It's deep. But I would also go to like the world series of poker. I'd be, uh, that'd be cool. walk around. That'd be, that'd be fun. I'd even play in it if I, you know, if I had 10, 10 G's. Imagine someone should stake the Brazerback. Stake, stake. Ooh, you know what we could do? Maybe a Patreon is we'll play in the World Series of Poker if someone gives us $10,000. Absolutely. Yeah. Donate $10,000 and we'll use that to go play in the World Series of Poker. Yeah. 20000 because we both, I used to all the time in like high school. Yeah. And early college, you know, when it was really popular. I liked yeah. it. Sam. Yeah. I like a nice poker night. Yeah. Hold them. I'd do it. Absolute. Great questions, Senor Snackery. I mean, you, in, a, in a roundabout answer, you answered the follow up question. You, but like, but at the end of the day, I just, th- I just you, think you that like fun. I, I, I think that a lot of people's ideas of fun are not fun. Yeah. Like amusement parks to me are the opposite of fun. If you're being told that you're having fun, you're not having fun. Someone's telling you you're having fun, which is the least fun thing I've ever heard. 100%. I don't want to be told I'm having fun. I get it. 
it's like being told that it's being explained a joke. It's not funny. Right. It's not fun. What are you doing? Fun dip. Dip me in. Want to dip me into some quabs? Yeah, I got a QAB. It's, it's, you know, it's a steam medium, medium rare one. Okay. You ever go to a rural type place where there's only, like it's a like a, yeah. And there's like a one lane road for a long time. You're on like a, a one lane road for a long time. And these, I've noticed it the past few times I've like driven somewhere like this. A lot of times you'll be on a road, say for 10 miles and there'll be like a tr- you're going, you know, the speed limits, 55 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour. It's dark. It, you don't know the area, whatever you're going like you're, you're 65, maybe oh, I know where this the 60 is miles an hour. And these trucks, usually trucks just tailgating you. Like it's nobody's business. It's like, come on. We get it that you are compensating for something in your life that's missing, but don't take it out on me. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting agitated. Kate's getting agitated. It's ridiculous. It's got to stop. Wow. Questionable at best. I like that one. It's it's tough because they can't, especially a, a big truck, they can't pass you. So like they can't like go around you. It's too dangerous for them. Those, those roads are pretty nerve wracking, especially at nighttime, because I feel like, especially someone's on your ass, it's like, uh, I don't, I can't really see that far ahead of me. Yeah. I don't it's like, it's very dark. Skiing. It's very dark. I don't know the area. And like, I get I'm it. I'm looking in your view. Yeah. I, I, I get it that, um, like you're going to be behind me, but like, there's a difference between like being right on top. Like if you're, yeah. if I'm ever in that situation, cause I'm, you know, I'm, I would say I'm like a medium speed driver. I'm not, I'm, I never, I never really, sorry. I just burped. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh you're having a <laughs> Stroke. Some good Patreon content. Huge. Subscribe to the Patreon. See Lance Burke. <laughs> I never, I would say like, I never real, whenever I'm in a car and someone like drives fast, I'm like, please stop. You're, <laughs> I'm not impressed. And I'm sorry that I'm you getting have nauseous. unresolved issues with yeah. like someone in your life and you're yeah. taking it out on the car. But I'm also like, you know, if you're going too slow, then what are you doing? Oh, you got to get somewhere. Yeah, you yeah you're, you're, you're in a car because you're getting somewhere. So yeah. I like to drive in the middle. And so sometimes I'm going faster than the slow person on this same situation. And I'll be behind them, obviously, but I'm not going to be right on right not in front of their grill. Space. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough spot. It's a good QAB. How long, of, uh, how long were they tailgating for? This one, when we were driving there, I mean, it was it was like, it was like a seven mile road oh. and for like almost all of it. And then we made a turn and it followed us. Oh. And Kate was like, this person, she was, she was like, if this, we had one more turn, They're gonna murder you. she was like, yeah, she was like, if this person is, makes this turn, we got to drive past. <laughs> <laughs> but the truck uh, just taking you down. Yeah. But then it didn't. So would be good pod content again. Oh, yeah. well, I don't think we would have had a pod. Probably. My QAB it was a tough one. It was a tough QAB. <laughs> it's tough to tough to talk about. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I feel I feel like it's fine to talk about. Oh, okay, I talked All about right. it before on my. <laughs> we can't we can't put it out in the so we won't put it out on social media. No, she doesn't follow me no. on social media. Okay, either. but we it's, won't do it. We won't do it. We, we we just won't promote this at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've talked about how much of a enjoyment and and love and just loyalty I have to my hairdresser, Liz. I've been going to my hairdresser since the 70s. She knows my body. She knows my hair. Uh, 
I, I, I just realized how important she was to me during quarantine when I wasn't able to get a haircut. Went to go get a haircut the day before I went down to Philly. And she's doing great now. She's, she's, she's on her feet. I sit down in the hair in the, after I get my hair shampooed and conditioned, I sit down in the chair, go starting the small talk. So how, how are you doing? How are you doing? She goes, eh, I've, I've been better. I, I had a heart attack three weeks ago and I got COVID in the hospital and today's my first day back. And, you know, I'm not asking for, I understand people go through things. People, I don't know really what the protocol would have been. Like, I don't, I just would have liked, would have liked the heads up that I was her first haircut back after having a heart attack and COVID. I, I think she's healthy. I, I don't have COVID. She, she seemed to go through the whole process of coming back negative, but you could just tell the scissors, her rhythm, her, her craft just wasn't there. She didn't, she, she usually asks, she always asks me and she knows what I want, but she still goes through the process of asking me. So what are we doing today with my hair? And I tell her the same thing this time doesn't even do that. Just starts going at, going at it. And she's obviously telling me while she's going at it about her heart attack. So I'm not like, Oh, by the way, I, I want my hair a certain way. She stops the haircut and goes, Oh, so is this good? Pants, it's not good. The, the sides were too long. The back was too long. I was like, uh, you mind if you make if you make it make it a little shorter? Oh yeah, short. And then she makes it too short, and just gives me one of the worst haircuts I've ever had. I it's just it's QAB just because I felt at, I didn't have any control of the situation in a place that I I used to, I have so much trust, and it's. I don't know where to. I don't know where to go from here. Is is the biggest thing. So, I mean, I'm, and I'm asking you in the Razorbacks, what am, what am I doing? How long have you been with Liz? Since I would say at least, I want to say freshman year in high school. Yeah, I'm gonna say that this one is entirely on you, and that you owe this to her. You've entered into this relationship of. 16 years now she's been through your highs and lows right you got to be through her highs and lows it's not just a client's customer i don't want to also come across as heartless and selfish i I know i'm i get i I get that about her i'm I'm so happy she's healthy i was i was scared and horrified to hear that she i mean it's horrible scary for her family and i'm being saying i'm looking at it from a very selfish lens but 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 I went there to get a haircut. I, I know what you're saying, but you're 16 years. Has she ever slipped up before? No, no. I think a once in a 16 years is a, I mean, even right. the greatest free throw shooters of all time are going to miss. Right. You throw in a heart attack, you throw in COVID. But do you think there's any, I guess it's, cause I was thinking about it for other jobs. Like you don't, you don't need to release, you don't have to tell people ahead of time like about physical things that happened to you um yeah but, like, but you've you, you've developed I'm a her first haircut back that's on you schedule it just, the next day <laughs> i didn't i didn't know i, I know, made the, i made the appointment these and it just great. happened to be i feel like i called and she was like you know what jesse would be a good one to be the first one back on that's I that's could, what life handed you those cards and it shuffled and it dealed eric said i'll just 
I'm just happy for all the people on Patreon that I'm wearing this chef's hat. Cause <laughs> I look like a goon. Yeah. I mean, I would say that if you go back the next three times and that happens, even the next yeah. two times, but I think, you know, given all the circumstances just described and your prior I'll relationship, yeah, almost, I'd say it's almost like it's beyond a free pass to me. Beyond like, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say it's, listen, maybe I'm just, you know, I, I am a barber myself now, so I never have these okay. issues, but I think that it's, it's tough to pin anything on her in this scenario. No, and I'm, I'm not trying to, it just, it felt like a very, in, in the moment I, I felt very overwhelmed. You're like, oh, you could have given me a heads up, et cetera. Like about yeah. all this stuff, especially, well, especially about COVID because you know, the time and, and all that, but if you know if it's taken care of and you have that trust then there's nothing you could do nothing i could do yeah it was tough it was just it was just tough because that's usually the part is the banter i have with her and usually like i don't even i'm not even paying attention to the haircut because all the trust is there this one i was all i was doing was staring at the scissors and meanwhile she's she's telling me about you know how she's recovering and i want to be there for her but i gotta be there for my hair as well yeah i'll tell you i'm gonna call up Mr. October's family friends, and I'm going to send both of you candle stick holders. Perfect. From Tiffany. Please. And we'll all, we'll all light, light up a new tomorrow. I'm going back to Liz. I feel, I feel very self-conscious now that I'm, I'm being like, come off like an asshole. I'm going back to her. I was, I was very happy that she's healthy now. It just, at the moment, it was like, it this was is like, what the, this is what the body is for. Yeah. You, yeah, I don't know if I was harsh in my response, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a straight shooter, McGavin. Bingo. By the way, oh, I just wanted to shout out Mr. October. I didn't send this to you, but uh, he sent an amazing picture of items from the Last Big Apple box and Tim with uh, saying like like a Sunday. He's a Sunday listener. He's listening. <laughs> like Sundays are for the pod. Love that. Yeah, it was a tremendous. Shout out Mr. October. I said it was in Fuego. Absolutely. Yeah. Bingo. Just bring Bingo. in the old closer. Let's do it. Get your fist pumps ready and start. Let's jam out to the, the Braze Bits closing theme song. A one, two, a two, two, three, four. Nice. I think that was that was long enough. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being Brazerbacks. Support us on Apple Podcasts by subscribing, rate, reviewing. And if you want to see what we're looking like, subscribe to our Patreon. We got great bonus content, off-menu episodes, and you get to see our shining faces and actually see our reactions to the while the pot's happening in the kitchen. Yeah, we got uh, two tiers. We got our Patreon, Ardo DiCaprio is three dollars a month very easy you know it's what half a latte in new york city they're six dollars uh yeah. so think about a latte and then cut it cut it in half in new york city and that's yeah, this one month you get all our video episodes and you get a bonus episode each month and then six dollars that's patreonardo da vinci that means you know you're a italian polymath 
and you get all that. But wait, there's more. What, what, what's, what's the more? The two off-menu episodes. Oh, yeah, the two <laughs> off-menu episodes. Yeah. You get two off-menu episodes where we both take each other out to a restaurant and we, we, we analyze, look at the menu and have a, a great experience. And there's Patreon only. It's, it's really, it's, I mean, it's similar to Braze Bits, but we, uh, there's characters that are way, it's just, you got to kind of listen to it to fully get it. And yeah. we've gotten good feedback on it. Um, it's definitely like a bit within, you know, Braze Bits, which definitely you gotta, you gotta love. And yeah, that's, that's my, my sales pitch. If you, if you can't do Patreon, all good. Leaving a review. We know there's way more Brazerbacks than people who have left reviews. Uh, they are it's super, super helpful. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're a pod. We're, we're trying to grow. We're not a, we're not the Amazon of pods. We're not Jeff Bezos stepping down of Amazon. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that just before I saw that I started. I did see that. I feel like that's not the end of that story, but we'll, we'll see what the future says. Yeah. The rapper. Future the rapper. Future the rapper. We'll see if there's a chance the rapper that there's more developments. Nice. Love that. Yeah. That's all I got really. Um, yeah. We're going to post more videos and uh, do cool pod stuff. Great pod stuff. Thank you guys for supporting the pod. Peace. You like, Peace. you like faded out for some reason on the sound. So I think we should do it one more time. Okay. Peace. Peace.